0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Foo Fighters, if you're watching hockey and you're a Foo's fan, you got to uh, check out Carter Hart from the Philadelphia Flyers goalie mask. He has, uh, he, he's painted that thing up as a tribute to the Foo Fighters. Have you seen it, Jim? No. Here's a little video on social media. So it says Hart, cross the uh, lower part of the mask with the Foo Fighters logo. Foo Fighters font. Dave Grohl screaming his lungs out on one side of the helmet. And then you go over to the other side, and you got Taylor Hawkins banging those drums. Flyers logo right in the center there. Foo Mm -hmm. Fighters, Foo Fighters. Another picture of Dave Grohl there. I kind of feel bad for the other guys in the band. Like... (laughs) Nate, Pat, yeah. Rami. Th- Pat can't get
2: a shout-out on a helmet. <laughs> He's not in on Nirvana,
1: the, too. They're not on the mask, but it's just Dave and, uh, and Taylor. But it is cool. They did a nice job. The artist who created the mask was asked about it and said, we were kind of contemplating what to do, and Carter and his dad, his dad's a huge Foo Fighters fan. They never got to see them on tour in 2019 because of COVID, And then Taylor passed away, so they thought this was a really cool idea. It is, but it does kind of depress me a bit to find out that he did it because his dad is a big foo (laughs) fighter. Yeah, how much (laughs)
2: pressure? I mean, how much more vicariously could a dad live through you? His, <laughs> his band is on your helmet?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying it's uh, like I don't think as, of the Foo Fighters as dad rock, but I guess I'm a dad too and I love him. Yeah, no,
2: if my dad chose it, it'd be George Strait on my helmet. <laughs> it wouldn't be as cool.
1: <laughs> so I, I listen to dad rock. I guess we play dad rock here on the station. Gee, I'm in. I think dad rock Neil Diamond would be, if my, if my dad forced me to do a tribute mask for my NHL goalie career, yeah. I'd have Neil Diamond all over that thing. Well, Dave Grohl's
2: 50-something, so if you're that age too, then yeah, that's know. you're a dad.
1: I know. It's just sometimes reality slaps you in the face, and that was one <laughs> of those moments. Carter Hart decided to put it on there because his dad loves the Foo Fighters. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So, uh, so watch for that if you're watching the Flyers games. You may wonder why Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins are on the side of the helmet. There you go. It's a tribute to
0: Dad's favorite band. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Do you wear contact lenses? Well, consider this a warning. Uh, Jim, you and I both from time to time will wear contacts, right? Yep, yeah, every day usually for me. I can remember back when you were thinking about getting contacts for the first time. And you're a little bit nervous about having to touch your eyeball, right? Yeah, well, I don't like stuff touching my eyeball, and
2: I don't know. Anytime I get sand in my eye, I hated it. And it took me, like, probably two months
1: to get used to doing it and putting the context in there. This video that's gone viral may give you the heebie-jeebies, pal. Look at this. A woman in Newport Beach, California... I had to have 23 contact lenses removed from her right eye. What? Here is... You want to see it? Uh, okay.
0: So we just removed a few contacts. Look down. And you can see... Can you lift it up a little bit? There's a There's a third contact. Look down some more. We just removed two and a half contacts. You can see this piece. Coming out, there's more. <laughs> <Goodness>. <laughs> what? How what many? The I don't know. There's actually
2: a lot. Oh God!
0: There's a One, whole waddle two,
2: there. Three, I believe it. Four. She's pulling okay. them all out, back to back,
0: you with a Q-tip.
1: Five, six,
2: seven.
0: Book of recordations. Oh God! We're delivering. them. Look at them all.
1: It's like <laughs> a magic
0: trick.
2: <laughs> what is wrong with this person? Do they think dailies
1: just go away? (laughs) They dissolve eventually What are you
2: thinking?
1: She was an older lady And the doctor thinks she just kept falling asleep With her contact lenses in Forget that she didn't take them out the day before And put a new Contact lens in her eye uh, I hope they checked her left eye too. Because <laughs> if you do it in the right, because you specifically said her right eye. And it's not like she went in there because she had discomfort or pain. She was getting ready to have cataract surgery. So they were just prepping her for surgery. And they're like, hold on a second. Something's back here. God. It's 23 contact lenses. Now, she, the doctor there does make the comment, like, this has got to be a world record. It is not. What do you think the record is for most contact lenses found in an eyeball? How
2: stupid humans are! I'm gonna say
1: 300. (laughs) No, 27. Okay, so so she was close. She was close.
2: That's like, how do you not feel that? Like
1: it's in the eyeball park.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you ever fell asleep with your contacts in, it's your eyes are dry, and if they go back behind your eyeball, it's a nightmare. So to have 20, I didn't know there was room for 20, I don't know, or 23. I don't know how you don't feel
1: that. She's got deep eye cavities, this lady,
2: Maybe
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: This may be the weekend I put up my Halloween decorations. Jim? Yep. It's that time. And the question you got to ask yourself when you're decorating for Halloween is, how spooky scary do we want to (laughs) get? Always seems to be that one house That wants to push it to the limit And there's a, uh, a House in a Montreal neighborhood That may have pushed things a little too far
2: Yeah, specifically one decoration And it's a dummy Being hanged from a tree in the Montreal Neighborhood um it's a human-sized dummy hang by its neck from a blood with a blood-stained pillowcase over its
1: head. Pretty realistic looking. Pretty from realistic a distance, and
2: for it's sure. right over the sidewalk essentially. It's like the front yard tree and it's like hanging over the sidewalk almost. Now below it on the tree trunk there is a small white sign that has a spray paint that says fake. So if you did see it and then you look down at the trunk you would say oh thank god it's a uh, fake. But there's no other Halloween decorations around it, Taz. Like, this guy took a picture of it, uh, the guy who hung it up, uh, because the newspaper showed up to his neighborhood, to his house, knocking on the door saying, people are complaining online, this picture showed up on Facebook in your neighborhood's f- Facebook group, as all the neighborhoods have now, and people are calling the cops, people are complaining to the local politicians, saying this this decoration is, is Too in far. bad taste, Over it's triggering... Top. And, uh, yeah, so he took a picture. It's it's the only decoration on the house. There's not, there's some cobwebs on the tree, like those fake cobwebs. But other than that, you would not know that this was a Halloween decoration. And, I, you know, Devin Peacock sent this to me, this story. And he, he said, oh, look at these people overreacting. What a bunch of BS. But I don't know. I don't want to be a stick in the mud, but it's a... If there, was a, if there was a pumpkin on its head,
1: or there was something funny about it, something or it was surrounded... Something to indicate that this is, a, this is a decoration, this is a theme we're going with for the yard. Yeah, or if it had, like, a skeleton mask.
2: But, or if there was even other Halloween decorations in the vicinity, but it really sticks out. And if you were driving by, you would not be able to stop yourself from hitting right. the brakes.
1: And I've heard, so, you know, I, I have friends who are first responders. I have, uh friends who have uh had to deal with situations where people do that to themselves and if you had seen that in real life at some point and then you're driving down the street and you see that decoration i can imagine it would be a little alarming it would be triggering for you they're just wearing jeans and a black sweater like it it looks looks
2: it looks like it looks like a person hanging from a tree now could you put a decapitated person sitting on a lawn chair on your front yard if if somebody knows somebody who is decapitated? The question you got to ask is who is this for? It's for attention. For attention for the person who put it up. Yeah. Like, I love the ones, This these also get cops called, where, in Christmas, where the guy is hanging from the eaves trough and it looks like he fell while he was hanging lights. Now that's just fun. Like, yeah. although it does look startling, at least it's not somebody dead. A dead body. And then harkening back to mental health, you know, it, it's a funny thing. And it's Christmas-themed. This is just a hanging guy.
1: We're talking about a Halloween decoration in Montreal. Somebody put up a, uh, what looks to be a realistic person hanging from a tree in their front yard. We forgot to mention, Jim, they live in a duplex, too. So this <laughs> is someone else's front yard as well.
2: Yeah, they share a front, uh, yeah, front face of the house and the front yard. So I wonder if the other
1: neighbor is the one who originally complained. Neighbors have been complaining. The cops have been called because it is very realistic looking. And we're asking if you guys think this is too far or is it all in fun because it's Halloween. And basically... Yeah, there's two ways to look at this. Uh, Here's one opinion that we've been hearing.
0: Quick comment. These people that are kind
2: of not okay with the Halloween decorations are probably the same people
0: that watch Squid Games and thought that was okay. The ones that watch all the scary movies and thought that was okay. So it's... You're
2: voluntarily like, watching those shows. You're 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 seeking them out and you know what you're in for. If you're just driving down the street, you're not looking you're not hoping to see somebody hanging from a tree on your commute to work in the morning. It's not entertainment.
0: I, I, totally, I, I totally get that. It's Halloween. Yeah, maybe it's a little off. It's happened before. It's just one of those decorations that some people find offensive. Maybe he's looking for attention, but it's one of those catch twenty twos, right? So it's a little off,
2: but that's the same time. It's Halloween. You're supposed to be scared at
1: Halloween. Well, that's my opinion about it. Well, here's the other side of the argument that we've been hearing. Hi, how are you? Good. From someone that has lost a friend that exact way,
0: I'm devastated. I don't think that's cool at all.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, about, I know. It's very uh, realistic looking. And if you. It and is. Like, I, I I know people who have found. Loved ones like that, and it uh, for them. I I can understand why that would be very upsetting to see on your on your street. I just saw the picture, and yeah, my my it just brought me right back. I'm like, wow, how? Like, I mean, some people, I I have friends that are grim like that, you know, for Halloween. But but I I probably I don't know what I would have done if I saw that live. (laughs) you know are live not on a picture like right. wow well sorry to yeah, hear wow. about uh about your loss and uh we appreciate the comment
0: thank you so much have a wonderful day you guys thank you for being you guys
1: what it comes down to i think is you just got to be aware of uh, how other people feel and it, like you have that decoration up and people are complaining maybe it's not because they don't like halloween or they want to ruin your fun Maybe they got other stuff going on.
0: Why don't you try and find another little
2: jingle there instead of that peacock? Sh- it's really f- annoying, and I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You wanna see your peacock? Got got. Cocoon. I wanna see
0: your peacock. Got, got, your peacock. You wanna see your peacock? Got got. I wanna see your peacock. peacock got, got
2: got. Your peacock. peacock got got. got.
1: It's time for sports, and I uh, just want to say congratulations to Toronto Maple Leaf fans. Super excited for all of you. Uh, your team won their home opener last night. 3-2. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Sounds patronizing to me. <laughs> Come on! I, I think you're winking at me right now. <laughs> I, I'm not. That's great. The The Leafs won
3: last night. Uh, the Rock was there, huh? The Rock was there. He was uh, wearing a Leafs uh, exercise shirt. Uh, He said, let's go Leafs, which is not the cheer. Could someone tell The Rock it's go Leafs go? But uh, that's nitpicking, I guess, a little bit.
1: He was in Toronto for the, as Dylan, our buddy Dylan was at the premiere for Black Adam. His new movie, which comes out today, Mm -hmm. DC Comics movie. Pretty cool to have The Rock in attendance, even if he did get the cheer wrong. (laughs) I
2: expect more for The Rock. Well, all we need him is to have a movie premiere at every home game.
1: (laughs) And then I like our odds, hyping the crowd and the team up. You think that uh, Washington maybe
3: was a little starstruck and that's why they lost? little jelly that we have The Rock cheering for the Leafs, not for the Capitals. (laughs) But the boys look good. They look good. I mean, they look better uh, than they did on Wednesday night in Montreal. Uh, it wasn't their best game. It's only the second game of the season, though, so uh, they bounce back. They seem to recognize that they uh, really laid a turt. Wait, really laid an egg on Wednesday night, which is also kind of insane. That it needs to be said. It's the season opener. You have high expectations. How you could come out flat? On opening night is Beyond Me, but that's pro sports for you. Uh, Aside from uh, the Leafs, kind of neat for the Calgary Flames. Uh, they started their season against the Colorado Avalanche. Nazem Kadri against his old team. Calgary had this, you know, drama-filled off season where they lost Johnny Gaudreau, they lost Matthew Kachuk, they replaced them with Kadri, uh, Huberdeau, with Uyghur, uh, and they won their home opener for the first time since 2009. So kudos to the Calgary Flames.
1: Did Naz score a goal? He did not. Would have been a lot cooler if he did, <laughs> <laughs> but, but good for good for the Flames. That's great news. I always like when the Canadian teams like the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Calgary Flames can win hockey games. <laughs>
3: if you listen closely, you can hear Flames fans and Leaf fans both planning parades right now.
1: <laughs> I did see somebody sent us some evidence of someone on social media planning the parade, Jim. Who? What? It was a dog wearing a little Leaf bandana around their neck and – The uh, caption was like, oh, somebody thinks the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Let's plan the parade. Well, that sounds like a joke.
2: They're saying the dog thinks the Leafs are going to win, so you're saying the fans are crazy? It's a dog.
1: You said that no Leaf fans were actually planning parades, and one of
3: our listeners sent
1: us some evidence that they were. Of a canine planning a parade.
3: (laughs) Fake news. I want to see previous pictures of this dog planning previous parades. Yeah, does it have
2: any parade planning experience? (laughs) Or is this just a pipe dream? Dogs are great
3: fun in
0: parades. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dev. (coughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: If you're looking for a deal, Netflix may have one for you. Yep.
2: A discounted rate if... You'll sit through commercials. We're going back in time here, Taz.
1: Yeah, we've heard rumors that this was going to happen, and now we have more details about it, Jim. What's what's uh, how's it work? So at this point, uh, Netflix
2: plans range from nine ninety nine to twenty ninety nine. I'm not sure what we pay right now, to be honest.
1: I thought it was like sixteen or seventeen
2: yeah, bucks. I'm guessing around fifteen is what I was, but uh, now you can pay only five ninety nine a month, starting November first in Canada. If you will sit through four to five minutes of ads per hour to be played before and during the TV show or films. Okay. So that's that's the deal. So $5.99, four to five minutes of ads per hour. However, some titles will not be available to watch. They didn't say which ones. If it's it'll, if it'll be the premiere new ones that you won't be able to watch or the old archive shows you won't be able to watch, I'm not sure. But you also won't be able to download them while you have the Wi-Fi and then watch them later not like on, on the airplane. Connection.
1: Yeah. You go on the airplane, you download a couple
2: movies from Netflix. Sure. Or if you go to the cottage, you know, you, you do it on the tablet. Yeah. So $5.99. It's a significant discount, but I feel like I would do it if it was for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like YouTube. Or Tubi. There's a free thing you can download right now. It's called Tubi. It's not, it doesn't have great... A uh, great library, but it's got a lot of horror movies, a lot of anime stuff, you know, some old 80s action movies. they do movies. make you sit through commercials. It's like one every 20 minutes, I would say, a 30-second commercial every 20 minutes, and it's free to download. Probably want to go to the kitchen and grab something to eat anyway. True. I got to go to the bathroom right now, Taz. <laughs> but... <laughs> so I guess it's not bad. Five yeah. ninety nine. But I mean if you've got a small bladder, this is the plan for you. And <laughs> <laughs> you can't find your remote to pause anywhere. It would
1: be nice if it was all at the start. So like the movies, you go to the movies and you see the previews and then they play a couple commercials. Yeah. And then you're getting full movie after that. Like at that. the start
2: of a YouTube video a lot of the times.
1: Well now YouTube's cutting in. What? Yeah, they're cutting in midway through videos.
2: See, I pay YouTube premium. I watch so much YouTube that I that's ten dollars a month and I don't wow. have to watch any commercials. Okay. So there is a price to be paid for not watching Mr. commercials. Mr. Lottie Dog. Honestly, over here. I watch a lot of YouTube. What can I say? But, um, you know, here's my idea I, I've told this to you before and I don't think I've ever said it out loud but this is what Netflix needs to do this is my idea that I should sell to Netflix the commercials you watch during the show are handpicked based on the era the show first aired so if it's uh, let's say a 1992 episode of Friends that you're watching on Netflix the commercials you see are old commercials from, from 1990- 1996 yeah yeah so old Pepsi commercials with like Michael Jackson or whatever time stamp you know time capsule commercial would be
1: there Isotoner
2: commercial with uh,
1: <laughs> OJ,
2: didn't he star in those? <laughs> Maybe not those ones specifically, but that part would be of the a problem trip.
1: there is a lot of the products aren't available anymore. Yeah, but
2: I mean, like an old Dove commercial. That's why I said Pepsi. Those, you know what I mean? That yeah, would yeah. be fun. That would be like a nostalgia vintage trip.
1: commercials. If you're watching a vintage show,
2: yeah, you're watching like a Schwarzenegger movie from the '80s and their '80s commercials, like a GI Joe
1: toy commercials. Yeah, That'd be yeah. amazing. The commercials may be more entertaining than the movie yeah. in a lot of cases. You pay extra. uh, How (laughs) how much are you going to sell that idea to Netflix for? Oh, six mil.
0: (laughs) Good luck. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock?
1: It's time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy, and kudos to you, Dev. You called it Thursday Night Football
3: pretty boring last night extremely boring i was watching uh, the leaf game and then i flipped over at one point to see how the thursday nighter was going and it was zero zero and then i flipped over again and it was zero zero and i flipped <laughs> over again and it was zero zero they went into halftime three nothing And I was just thinking as I was watching this go into the half, Jeff Bezos did not pay enough money for the Thursday nighter for Amazon to get the good games. They're all going to Monday nights, to Sunday nights, and to the weekends. The Washington Commanders versus the Chicago
1: Bears. Final score, Commanders 12, Bears 7. Takes us into a weekend of football. And if you called that one, what else can you call for us here? I know Jim's got some ground to make up on his gambling app. I bet on the Leafs last night. I won that one. I bet 25 bucks. Hey, there, there you goes. go. There they you got go. me. There
3: we go. <laughs> well, if I was going to bet with Jim's money, I'd be a little tempted to put some money down on the Giants. They're a home dog against Baltimore. do I mean, say no more. They've kind of surprised $100. a little bit this year. They got Brian Dable, the Bills' former uh, offensive coordinator, playing pretty well. They're playing the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore, you know, I would still think might win that game, but if you just take the points and expect the Ravens not to cover, could make some money. I kind of like the Giants. There's not a ton of underdogs I really like, unless you're going to go with the Chiefs over the Bills. I mean, this to me is almost a pick them The Bills are favored. The fact that the Chiefs are the underdog at home, this is something that hasn't happened in many, many years. Pretty much the entire Patrick Mahomes era. If you were not a Bills fan, I might... Uh, Bet on that one, but I am, so I won't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's tough to bet on your own team, right? I'm thinking uh, for my survivor pool, which I'm still in uh, by the skin of my teeth, uh, maybe the
3: Rams over the Panthers. Do you like that pick? I do, especially because I don't like the Rams this year, and so if you have a weak team like the Panthers where you can scratch off the Rams. Yeah, use them while you can
1: sort of deal. Uh, Green Bay I already used, otherwise I might go with them over the Jets.
3: There's some interesting games this week in terms of just how things shake out. Like the uh, New England Patriots won big last week. They're now playing the Cleveland Browns. Bill Belichick always loves to play the Browns because he was the head coach of them once upon a time. Did not end well. He likes to rub it in for the Browns. But the Patriots aren't exactly the most healthiest of teams right now. That could be an interesting game, just from an intrigue standpoint. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings would, could do the Bills a solid if they beat Miami. Tua's not going to play again for Miami. I think of the NFL through the Buffalo Bills' world. I'm sorry. I just want everything to shake out for the Buffalo Bills. Well,
1: we'll find out what happens, Jim. You you jot that down. I'm on it. Giants done. <laughs> Are you going to win or to cover? Uh, just cover. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I got too aggressive here.
0: <laughs> Good luck. Thanks, Dev. <coughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: This news has me a little bit nervous and a little bit excited. Remake alert The Naked Gun. Oh, boy. Apparently a new movie in the works. And taking over where Leslie Nielsen, Canadian comedy icon Leslie Nielsen, left off. Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the rumor is, it's not confirmed, the rumor is Liam Neeson will be playing the son of Leslie Nielsen's character, Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Uh oh man
2: i don't know i mean those those naked gun movies i didn't watch them a lot i think i've watched the the first and the third one are the only two i've seen you gotta watch all of them you gotta they were
1: they're, the funniest they're movies of all time. they're so
2: funny but they're almost like a in a like a time capsule like i don't know if you can recreate that whole just vibe i don't know like joker's second yeah. slapstick. I haven't seen it done well since that era. I mean, Hot Shots or whatever that movie they had. There was a few that were kind of good. I mean, even Airplane
1: was in the same vein. But, uh,
2: yeah, I don't know.
1: Oh, my God. The first time I watched Naked Gun, I remember it vividly. I was with my cousin, Kevin. Mm -hmm. We had no idea what to expect. We probably had to pause the VCR (laughs) at least 30 times during the movie because we were laughing so hard. (laughs) From that opening shot, and just a a little uh, uh, aside here, from what we understand, O.J. Simpson will not be involved in the remake. Oh, (laughs) dang. But that opening scene in, in the first Naked Gun when Nordberg tries to Kick the door open, OJ Simpson, his leg goes through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hot stove. <laughs> we were killing ourselves laughing, man. Those movies were so funny. And I, I think we even talked about this a couple years ago and said if anyone was gonna do it, Liam Neeson would be a good choice because he is great at committing, like deadpan. And that was the beauty of Frank Drebin. He he was a straight man, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just had all this crazy stuff going on around him. And if you've ever seen Liam Neeson's <laughs> guest appearance on the Ricky Gervais show with Warwick Davis, Life is Short, mm-hmm. that's one of in the past 20 years, one of the funniest comedy moments I think on film.
2: Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely got a comedic mind, you can tell.
1: Yeah. He's self-aware but can yeah. play it
2: straight. Totally. And he's got that look. I don't know. I would love to see him. And it's funny because his career has gone to sw- in such a weird direction. If this is actually happening, like he was in Schindler's List. Then he became the action star, like Star Wars, Taken, obviously. And yeah. now he's going to be making fun of the last 20 years <laughs> of his career, essentially. Yeah,
1: the twilight of of uh, Neeson's career could be the comedy years.
2: Yeah.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.